Thanks for checking out Scotty's Hobbies. Today I am talking about how to make your vehicle last longer. Uh, modern vehicles, especially newer vehicles, you should be able to get like 300,000 out of them easily. Um, and how do you do that? So a lot of people call me and they'll say, hey, I got this car or I'm going to go get this car. What should I do uh, when I bring it home? What's the first thing I should do to make this car last the longest? Or uh, you just want to know what's going to make it last the longest. And given my experience from being mechanic, smog tech and everything, um, getting out of the smog game, but uh, I'm more so in the last few years learning that preventative maintenance is everything on a vehicle, uh, on anything, any machine that you use, PM preventative maintenance is going to make that machine last the longest it can. Uh, and what are some things that you could do to make your vehicle last the longest? I made a list because I always forget about stuff and I get lost on everything. So try not to get too lost on this one. Before we go too far, make sure uh, if you want decals, let me know. I have some, send them out. Looks like this. They're free. So for now, until I need to start charging for them. And I have shirts. I was kind of prepared. For, oh, geez. I always do that. I was kind of prepared. This is what the back of it looks like. I changed the front a little bit, little bit up here and there, you see? Uh, but if you want a shirt or something, let me know. Uh, give you one. So, scottyshobbies.com. Look for links below in the description to buy stuff. I have the Eco OBD2 thing I'm going to be going making other videos on. I don't really believe in them, but a lot of people are telling me I was doing it wrong. So, hey, I'm going to give them a try on a newer vehicle that's a canned vehicle. And I have some other cool stuff I'm going to show you coming up. So preventative maintenance on a vehicle. What are easy things that you could do to make sure your vehicle is going to last the longest? 300,000, 400,000. I'd say my Tahoe has 250 on it. Silverado has 255. My chick's car has, I think like 260. I just realized the other day and I was like, wow, I'm really proud that this vehicle has lasted this long. Uh, like distance wise, really good vehicle. That's a Toyota Highlander and it's got a lot to go on it. So first off, every day, when you walk out to your vehicle, look under your vehicle. Just don't, you don't always have to like get under the vehicle and be like, okay, nothing under there. But when you're walking up, just glance under there. See if you see any leaks every time you walk up to your vehicle. It's a good habit to have. A lot of people are just so stuck in what they're doing or walking to the car just thinking about uh, what they're going to do after they get in, where they're going to go, uh, what they're going to buy, stuff like that. But take a second to glance under your vehicle. See if you notice any new spots. And before you even park there, go over there and look. See what spots are already there to begin with. What are going to be the new spots now that you're paying attention? And obviously, take a, attention or take those drops, if you have any, into attention and get those fixed fairly quick. Uh, so that would just be keeping up on leaks so that the fluids in your vehicle do not leave your vehicle. Uh, and that's really important. Fluids, lubrication, cooling, you need all that. You need it to stay in the vehicle. So a drop, you might get that fixed. Other than that, when you get a chance, whenever you can, check your tire pressure. I had a little tire pressure gauge I bought online. I was going to show you guys, but I can't find it. So I'm just telling you about it. Maybe I'll find a picture of it and throw it up somewhere. Uh, but just check your tire pressure. On your door, it should say what the tire pressure should be on your vehicle, what the specification is. Uh, and it shouldn't be too hard to find it online if it's not on the door. I'll show you what mine is on my Lexus right here. Always make sure that you don't go over the max tire pressure 
no matter what, even if your door says it's more than what the max is, don't exceed the max on the tire. Uh, you probably have the wrong tire on if you're exceeding the max. Just double check that if so. So tire pressure, also while you're filling up the tire to the proper pressure, to the manufacturer's specifications, uh, look at the tire. See if you have any abnormal wear. Anywhere on the inside of the tire, outside of the tire, the center of the tire, uh, two lines going down uh, like the inside of each side of the tire. That could tell you a lot. If you notice abnormal wear, Google it. Learn something about it. Uh, figure out why the tire is wearing like that. You might be able to catch something going wrong before it catastrophically goes wrong and it break, worst case scenario, on the freeway or on a windy road or something like that because that would be a suspension part going bad, if not a bearing. <laughs> Still suspension, so. Also, check the fluids. Make sure the fluids are visually good. You want to check the level of them, of course, but also make sure the clarity is there. Make sure that you don't see any abnormal wear, any flakes in the oil, like the transmission or the engine oil. If you get too dark on any of the fluid, make sure it gets changed. I have found that preventative maintenance on your cooling system and your brake fluid system is pretty important in the last few years. I've been a mechanic for 15 years now, just getting out of it, doing some other stuff, uh, getting into building bigger motors and maintaining stuff. That's why I'm getting more into the preventative maintenance side of vehicles. And I've learned a lot. Preventative maintenance is one thing that it's not taught a lot, I guess. I'm, I'm not sure. And it's not one thing that we relay to customers too well, I, I, I assume. Uh, because that's more so I've done repairs than preventative maintenance uh, throughout my years of being a mechanic and a smog tech. So these are strips I found. I bought a bunch of them. I'm going to sell them on the website. I'll put a link in the description below. Or if you're listening on the podcast, just look up scottyshobbies.com. Uh, search around on there or check the YouTube or something. I'll try to make it easy somehow for everybody. It tests both fluids, the brake fluid corrosion level. So you don't want... I've always thought brake fluid is not going to break down. It's pneumatic fluid. But I, I've doing the research, it needs to be done. It needs to be replaced every now and then. Uh, so it, do some research on it. Don't just trust me. On the other side, it tests your coolant. The, how much glycol is in the coolant? So that's it lets you know on your strip the boiling point and the freezing point. So depending on where it's important to you in your region. As well as the pH. So that's the corrosion or acidity in the coolant. If it goes more into the orangish red, get it replaced. If it stays up in the green, you're perfect, I think. Uh, on pH, it's perfect anywhere. Well, it says 7 to 10 is seems to be a good range to keep your coolant at. So this is very, very helpful, uh, especially if you commute, use your vehicle a lot. Uh, super helpful. Look for links in the description. I'm going to make a video on how to use these, and we'll go over what needs to be replaced on the numbers if, or, or what your numbers come out to be. Look for a link in the description for that. Next, we're looking at visually checking your belts as well. While you're checking the fluids, I like to do it when I'm changing my oil. My dad was, well, my dad is, I guess I was. My dad's a little bit older. I'm 30s, mid-30s, and he's almost 80, if not 80 now. So he raised me. It was like my grandparents raising me. And he checked his oil, his tire pressure a lot at the gas station when we filled up as a kid. So that stuck in my mind. Whenever I fill up, I like to check my fluids maybe every three or four times I fill up. And that's just checking the transmission fluid and the oil level. 
I wouldn't check my coolant because it's going to be hot at the gas station. So visually, if you have a reservoir that's got a fill line, you could check it, but do not open it. Only open the cooling system when the vehicle is cold. Some transmissions need to be checked when the vehicle is on. So if you're pumping gas, make sure you turn the vehicle off and check the transmission level when you turn it back on. Check the wiper fluid. Uh, that's not the most important thing, but if you get into snow or a dirty area of ground, you tend to get your window really dirty and you need that wiper fluid. Check the uh, window wiper blades themselves. Looking for cracks. If they're old, they'll be flaky. Uh, replace those too. We already overwent visually under or looking under the vehicle. Also at the gas station. If you have time, check the air filter. Uh, check that maybe every two months or so. You want to replace it. That really depends on where you're at. If it's a very dusty area, you're going to end up replacing it a lot. I just checked my friend's filter the other day. She had it in there for two months, and it was really, really bad, so we went and replaced it already. But we just went through the summer here in the Central Valley, and it's really dusty. We have a lot of farmland. Uh, it's really bad air out here, so these filters don't last as long as others. Check the cabin air filter. I have a ton of videos on cabin air filter replacements. Look at my video library on YouTube uh, for your vehicle. Just search Scotty's Hobbies. Honda Odyssey or like Scotty's Hobbies, Chevy Silverado, and a lot of my videos will come up. And that's pretty much it. On a older vehicle, let's say 96 and older, you want to check the ignition timing every now and then. I'm going to go over how to check the ignition timing on my Silverado. Maybe I'll try to get my hands on another Civic. I have a lot of new cameras, new lighting. I uh, got the timing lights. Right there have that timing light I'm gonna use show you how to use it I have some videos already checking timing but I'm very vague on how to actually use that or read the timing so better videos coming out soon on ignition timing check even though that's older vehicles a lot of people still ask about it uh, make sure you check out Scotty's hobbies.com Scotty's hobbies on YouTube Scotty's auto talk on your podcast anywhere you find podcasts and I will be posting more helpful videos and podcasts soon. So if you have any questions, comment below. I'll cover much more stuff. If you have any questions about your vehicle, uh, ask away. I'll do my best to help you out. See you on the next hopefully helpful video and or podcast. Thanks for watching and listening, guys.